Hey, welcome back. Well, now that we're starting to see the light at the end of the COVID tunnel, have you been out to a movie lately? You haven't? Well, not to worry. What do you say we go out to a remote shoot this morning and let's watch them make a movie? Let's get started. Fainting fans, garrulous groupies, pesky paparazzi, red carpets. Oh, he had finally made it. One of Hollywood's biggest A-listers. Yes, indeed. He, he was a star. This week's episode, The Movie Star. Like most (laughs) overnight success stories, he struggled at first. Five years in the trenches paying his dues. Waiting tables, bit parts mostly. Walk-ons, television commercials. Living on ramen noodles and endless jars of peanut butter. Oh, then one rainy Thursday night, his agent ran into the restaurant nearly breathless. He was holding a script that most stars would have killed for. A major producer at a major studio had seen one of his walk-ons and wanted him to read for the part. It was perfect for him. His chiseled good looks, his rich, resonant voice, and 500-watt smile he'd be perfect actor for the perfect action movie. Not to mention (laughs) the romance scenes. That perfect action movie would be his breakout role. Soon, every studio in Hollywood was falling over themselves to sign him. His face was plastered on the cover of every movie magazine, checkout tabloid, Facebook, and of course, the homepage of the studio's website. Oh, and even the talk show hosts were booking him months in advance. Screaming fans, fame, multi-million dollar contracts, paparazzi with their battalion of clicking cameras and television babes with way too short skirts and way too big boobs, shoving their uh, (laughs) microphones in his face. He was basking in his stardom. He couldn't get enough, and he wanted more. But when he was a little boy, (laughs) he should have listened closer to his mother. Careful what you wish for, sweetie. You might get too much of a good thing. Things soon got out of control. In spite of his picket line of bodyguards, fans hounded him everywhere he went. The darkest sunglasses and the rattiest wigs couldn't hide his identity. Whenever he and his wife went out to even the most exclusive Los Angeles restaurants, rabid fans and venomous reporters were always somehow tipped off. Life, uh, as he knew it, life was over. Oh, how he'd rage when he'd get back home, shouting, then screaming. His tantrums were epic. He threw anything within reach, smashed dishes, littered their kitchen floor. Well, this was going to be his biggest picture yet. The studio paid him $20 million right up front with a 5% box office. Yes, indeed. It would be another global blockbuster. He flew into the Billings Airport in his private jet and arrived on a set out in the wilds of Montana. Filming was scheduled to take two, eh, maybe three months. 
his agent wanted him not to go. He warned him that living in Hicksville that long would take its toll. But $20 million has a way of mitigating even the most isolated remote shoots. And since he would be living there so long, his wife went with him. Well, their so-called trailer was more lavish than middle-class suburban homes. It even had a hot tub installed on its private deck. Honey, I don't really, I don't think you should go, his wife tried to warn him as he got ready to drive into town. You already know what's going to happen. But after four weeks, Hollywood's biggest star had all the Purple Mountain majesty he could stand. He had heard the carpenters and camera crews talking about one of the bars in town. It's smoky, honky-tonk atmosphere, country bands, real cowboys, and girls, lots of girls. So, of course, he had to check it out. As he got into the car with his bodyguards, he should have, he should have listened to his wife. Less than an hour later, he was back home. Forget the damn doorknob. In yet another fit of rage, he kicked the door open. His wife rushed in from the bedroom. He shouted and cussed like a sailor. Threw anything within reach. Books, vases, even a photo of their boys back home in L.A. with their nanny. Oh no, smashed dishes once again littered their kitchen floor. Honey, honey, settle down. His wife took his shaking hands. I tried to warn you. I told you they wouldn't let you alone. He continued with his rant. Sweetie, sweetie, come on. Was it really all that bad? Couldn't Frank and Johnny just keep them all away? Oh, no, it was worse than that. His eyes were filled with rage. I sat at that damn bar. Hell, I sat there for over an hour. And still, none of those hicks recognized me. 